Listen, no messing around. I'm going to get right into the list. There's something on this list for everyone. And I know usually I cover a lot of, I don't know, documentaries that are just so dark and gruesome. So this time I tried to lighten things up a little bit. There's a lot of variety here. I think you're going to love it. And there's something here for everybody. All right. So grab a pen and a piece of paper. You want to write these down. I will put the list up on the blog as well. I don't know if I'll have it up first thing in the morning, but we will certainly get up ASAP. So you just go to shaleen.com and you can see the list there. In the meantime, you want to just jot these names down. If anything that sounds very interesting to you, again, like I try to include a little bit of everything, a little bit of something for everyone, and we need to get to it because there's a lot to watch. I'm going to start right off the bat with my favorite one so far, which is Pam. It's on Netflix. It's about Pamela Anderson. I loved this one so much. I'm going to tell you that I got a 7.6 rating out of 10, and I don't know why. If you remember the 90s and Pam and Tommy and that whole era and decade, I think you're going to so relate to this show. And what I also love about it is it's a documentary series that it basically explores her life and career, but from her perspective. I mean, she was one of the most iconic and also controversial celebrities of our time. And her son, Brandon, actually produces this documentary. And I love she's wearing zero makeup. She's still stunningly beautiful. She's so incredibly likable. And it's kind of a love story. You almost, I don't know, you can see why her sons would have wanted to make this show. I have so much respect for her, the way she just handled herself in the media, the way she stepped out of the limelight and just really wanted to simplify her life. You can just tell that she still, I don't know, maybe I'm reading into it, but that she still has not love for who Tommy Lee is today, but like love for her love. Do you know what I mean? You know how you can think back on like your first love and you don't want to be with them, but you can still like think fondly of the time when you were in love and who you both were at that time. It's just kind of interesting. And it gets into her personal struggles and her achievements. You see like behind the scenes, her rise to fame on Baywatch and her activism for animal rights and causes. And I just think it's got some really great candid interviews with her and her mom and dad, and they get into her family history. And it's just got a lot of behind the scenes looks. She made this documentary after, remember the kind of reality-based show that they did around her and Tommy last year? Can you imagine like a show being made around you and you have no part of it? I just, I can't imagine what that would feel like. I love this because it's like, yeah, Taking Back Your Power. So that's on Netflix. It's a great watch. And I think it's clean. Don't quote me on whether any of these are clean because I really don't even watch these shows anymore in that way because I don't have little ones in the house. Okay, this next one, however, I'm going to tell you is absolutely not for children. And I know I'm very late to the game. So I hesitate to even put this one on the list, but it's one that everyone always recommended. I'm like, no, mm -mm, not my thing. But I was wrong. This is, it's so good. I can't believe you guys didn't tell me to watch this sooner. This one has a rating of almost nine out of 10. That's crazy. It's a true crime documentary series. It's, I think it's a three-part series now, maybe even longer than that. And it basically covers the rise and fall of cocaine kingpin Pablo Escobar and the Medellin drug cartel in Colombia. 
during the 80s and 90s. Okay, now here's like something super duper interesting for me anyways. I got my nails done this weekend in Las Vegas and the gal that was doing my nails, she said she was from Colombia, and I was telling her that I was watching the show and she got this like look on her face and I was like, gosh, I hope I didn't offend her. And she showed me a tattoo on her arm and she said, my father was killed by some of Escobar's associates. How crazy is that? So this show depicts the violence the brutal tactics, and it's just done so well. The actors, like especially the actor who plays Escobar, as with any good documentary, it almost feels like it's not real because they really do make him a part of him likable. Like he's so in love with his wife and so in love with his family, but he's just this monster. So your brain is like struggling to put these two things together. It's kind of interesting. The series combines really cool historical footage, which I love, and then dramatizations. And obviously, like, they don't know exactly what was said, et cetera, but it's just done so well. What I also found very interesting is when you watch each of the episodes, there's a different writer and a different director for, like, each one, which I don't know why, but that fascinates me. It's really authentic in terms of, like, the way they portray the era and how complex each one of the characters are. It's intense, It's got a gripping storyline, but I'm going to tell you, if you're someone who wants a show where you don't really have, you can kind of half pay attention and follow it, this ain't it. Because every other sentence is a subtitle. And Brett hates anything with a subtitle, and he loves the show. Again, it's got a lot of violence in it. I just cover my eyes during that part. And also some people don't like that it kind of glorifies drug lords and kind of also can perpetuate a very negative stereotype about people from Colombia. The stuff did happen. And I think it's a captivating series. Okay, next up, you know, I always have to include a music documentary. I just find them fascinating. And this one is special because I grew up having my dad sing Beatles songs and we had all the Beatles albums. And so music was a big part of my life growing up. And even when I was really, really young, I just, some of my earliest memories are sitting on the floor next to a record player and going through my parents' albums. I mean, I had to have been like in second grade. I remember listening to all of these records over and over and I just loved it. Anyways, this is a great documentary about the Beatles and it's got a ton of archived footage that you've never seen before. And it's done so well because it really does give you kind of a behind the scenes look at the Beatles' final album, Let It Be. Oh, by the way, this one is super highly rated. Even on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 91% approval rating. That's pretty huge. And a lot of people are praising it because it kind of gives you more of an intimate portrayal of like the members of this incredibly iconic band. Of course, the music is great. It just, I don't know, it's so nostalgic and I love it. And it's also done by a seriously acclaimed documentary maker, Peter Jackson. So I think you'll love that one. Oh, it's on Disney Plus and it's called The Beatles Get Back. Okay, but even better than that, and this one's on Netflix, so probably everyone has this, is a show called Made in America. It came out in 2022 And it's a music documentary and it's a series that explores basically the impact on society like and culture from six iconic different music genres. Okay, so like each one's a different genre. So there's hip hop, country, 
jazz, pop, rock, and Latin music. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, I'm just going to watch the ones about the kinds of music that I like. No, watch them all because it's just fascinating to see how each particular genre has influenced society. And they do these great interviews with like the biggest names in each of those industries, as well as like some up and coming artists too. It's hosted by a Emmy and Tony award winning actor, Billy Porter. And it features like performances and archival footage and interviews. Some of the people that are featured in this are like Jay-Z, Nas, LL Cool J, Public Enemy, Kendrick Lamar, he's a genius, Dolly Parton, she's a queen, Willie Nelson, Garth Brooks, Taylor Swift. When they hit on the jazz, they interview or you see footage of Miles Davis, Ella Fitzgerald, Louis Armstrong, Pop is Michael Jackson, Madonna, Whitney Houston, Lady Gaga. Rock is Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, who I saw in concert, Metallica, Nirvana. And then Latin is Gloria Estevan, Shakira, J-Lo, Daddy Yankee. I love that it has this very diverse representation. I also love that they cover all these different genres, some of which I enjoy, but I didn't know a lot about. And it's super highly rated. If you are someone who appreciates music and the artistry behind it and the people behind it, it's a must watch. Okay, this next one also on Netflix is one the whole family will love. And it's called True Spirit. Now, this is a movie based on the real-life adventure of a girl named Jessica Watson, who at the age of 16 became the youngest person to sail solo. (laughs) Solo. Non-stop. That means she can't even go into a port to get, like, more food. And she did it unassisted around the world. Crazy. It took place back in 2009. I totally remember this happening, too. I remember watching it on the news. It took her a total of 210 days. And this young woman, like, (laughs) there's a part, I'm not even going to give away the plot, where you're just, you're not even going to believe it. First of all, as a parent, I'm like, what? Just watch. You'll understand. The Australian Prime Minister declared her a national hero. It's a feel-good movie. It also has some suspense. I love the way they detailed the characters. I think you can relate to some of the family dynamics. Some things I couldn't relate to, I'm like, okay, I don't know that that would be all right with my child. But like, hey, listen, it's just a remarkable story. It's an unbelievable story. And I think anyone will find inspiration from it. Like your kids will find inspiration from it. You will find inspiration from it. And she's just a cool, really cool, down-to-earth, humble kid. It's well done. Like when they show real footage of the real girl and the real boat and all that, you're just like, wow, this was cast really, really well. Again, that's True Spirit on Netflix. I mean, you know, as I've said before, my love language is words of affirmation. The thing that's kind of tricky, if that's you, if your love language is words of affirmation, but if your significant other is not good at that, like they're not great at expressing themselves or they're not great at putting their admiration or love for you into words, I've discovered an app that has helped so many of my friends who have a partner who struggles in this way, and it's called Paired. I'm going to spell it P-A-I-R-E-D, like, you know, like you're a pair, paired.com. And it's basically a relationship app for couples. You could ask your partner to like download the app, and then you play on the app together. 
And it's super fun. And it's like a great way to actually connect on a deeper, more profound level with your significant other, especially if like you don't feel like you're connected or you have a difficult time like opening up to those kinds of questions. This app actually kind of triggers or prompts those questions. Like it basically gives you a series of questions that you will answer with your partner. I mean, questions like, It might ask you, I'm trying to think of some of them, like, what do you remember about the first time we met? Or what is it you find the sexiest about me? Or what is it you love the most about when we spend our time together? Like, it gives you specific prompts. And there's like couples games you can play on it. Like, how would you describe me? Or like, you can do a game around romantic gestures. Would you rather? But like, it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's not you guys. I swear it could help your sex life because remember, it's really difficult to be sexually connected if you're not emotionally connected. So it is a paid app, but you can get a discount when you go to paired.com and you go forward slash Shalene. So it's P-A-I-R-E-D.com forward slash Shalene. When you use that link, you're going to get a seven-day free trial, plus you'll get 25% off if you sign up. It's a very affordable subscription anyways. And I really can't think of anything more important to invest in than your relationship. But this is something like super affordable that the two of you can do together. And I think it'll make you feel more connected. So if that's you, I'd love to hear what you think about it. Okay, again, if you want the discount for your subscription and seven days free, it's paired.com forward slash Shalene. It's well done. Like when they show real footage of the real girl and the real boat and all that, you're just like, wow, this was cast really, really well. Again, that's True Spirit on Netflix. Okay, this one isn't going to be for everyone, but there's a side of me that kind of enjoys watching dysfunction on TV. Sometimes people call that hate watching or watching to criticize or watching to, I don't know, make yourself feel better. I'm just being very honest here. It's like some people watch the Kardashians in that way. Okay, so what am I talking about? So it's called My Unorthodox Life and it's on Netflix. And this is season two. I watched season one and found it kind of interesting and fascinating. And then I read the main character in real life. Her name is Julia Hart. I read her book and had very mixed feelings about the book. Like I found it riveting to the first half. And then the second half, I kind of started to question some of the authenticity. I don't know. For me, I watched season two because I'm trying to make sense of the things I read in the book. And I'm going to say this, it's very controversial. There is a lot of people in the Orthodox Jewish community that absolutely hate the show and think that it is incredibly demeaning and a horrible depiction of their religion. And so like, I'm going out on a limb here to even tell you to watch it. But again, I think it's interesting to watch because of all the controversy, because there's this weird family dynamic and because this woman just, it's crazy to me, if I'm just going to say this, and it's going to be very controversial, it's crazy to me that they allowed this woman to continue filming when just from a layman's perspective, she is very unwell in this series. And you're going to know what I'm talking about when you watch it. And I'm just like, is no one talking about this? Like, this is scary. Like no one's talking about this. And they touch on a little bit of what's going on with their health in the very last couple of episodes. But just this incredibly wealthy woman and her children who have left their Orthodox Jewish community. And now she's divorced in the second season. And her daughter is now divorcing in the second season. And it's just a lot of kind of really unhealthy relationships. And I kind of feel bad even saying that I find that entertaining 
distracting. How about that? It's a nice distraction. It's something that can be playing in the background while you're also playing on your phone or organizing or whatever. You know, you don't have to like pay close attention. And again, like all of the opulence is definitely over the top. And some people might find that inspirational. Some people might think that it's just opulent. And some people find her to be very inspirational. I'll let you draw your own conclusions. Clearly, this is not something you watch to make yourself a better human. It's the family reality TV kind of show. And another family reality TV kind of show that I think is really good, I mean, I really thought it was great, was The D'Amelio Show. There was a season one. This is now season two, and it's on Hulu. So if you don't know who the D'Amelios are, you may recall I had Heidi D'Amelio on the show, I don't know, probably like a year and a half ago, I think. Her daughters are Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio. If you have teen to Gen Z aged girls, they definitely know who these two are because they completely dominated TikTok and they still do. Heidi was actually on Dancing with the Stars. But okay, so here's why I like the show. First of all, the mom and dad are married and they have two daughters. And I think they're really great parents. And I do. And I think Heidi is one of the nicest women I know. It does not feel like this whole celebrity thing has gotten to their heads And they're really trying to keep their girls grounded. And it's hard as heck. Like if you think it's hard dealing with your kids and how social media affects them, imagine being like some of the most famous teens on the internet and trying to help them like take advantage of this and step into their fame. And like Dixie's launching her music career And they're also both trying to separate their own identities, which if you have two kids of the same sex, that's really hard. You know, if you've got like two boys or two girls, there's forever this comparison that they just naturally feel that other people just naturally make and times that by a thousand when you're the most famous kids on the internet. And now what's really cool about the show, in my opinion, is I love seeing how Mark, who's the dad and Heidi kind of take a different approach in the parenting situation. And I don't even know, I haven't finished the very end of it, so I don't even exactly know how there's a secret that's happening that they're keeping from one daughter. And Heidi doesn't necessarily agree with it. Mark's kind of going along with it. And it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. You can just tell that they really care about their daughters and that they're in this very, it's a difficult, challenging situation. Like, what would you do? Like, your girls have this ability to make enough money in a year than what most people would make in 10 years, but it's really hard. They're figuring out their love lives. They're figuring out who they are, like their identities off of social media. And it's all documented on this series. Again, it's on Hulu. Truthfully, the first episode is not that riveting, but it gets better as you go. I promise you that. Personally, I think season two was like a hundred times better even than season one. It got very real. You see how talented these girls are. Like both these girls are so talented. It's crazy. And they're just, they're a sweet family, in my opinion. So I really, really enjoyed it. And again, it's one of those shows, someone with ADHD, you don't have to like be staring intently at the screen and paying attention to every single second. You can be doing some other things, multitasking in the meantime. Okay, if you have anyone in your household who loves golf, they're going to thank me so much for recommending this one. I can't even believe that I'm going to recommend it. I never would have thought I'd enjoy this documentary. First of all, I hate watching golf. I don't like golfing that much, even though I grew up going to the golf course like every single weekend with my mom. She's like an avid golfer. But this documentary series called Swing, 
correction, I should say, the show is actually called Full Swing on Netflix, just released. It's so good. I can't even tell you how good it is. It's like reality TV meets social media meets fame. Like, it's so interesting. It's a docu-series. And what I love about it is it's got some drama. It's got some controversy. It's got personalities. It's got wives who want to be shot in bikinis. It's beautifully shot, by the way. Stunning footage of these gorgeous golf courses. It's got like the opulence, them like flying around in golf carts, but it's also got like guys being guys. And it's the stories of these golfers. And they're just super compelling and very relatable. And each series as far as I understand, I mean, this is what I'm summarizing after watching it. Each series kind of focuses on two different golfers and like a few others too, but like, it'll be like two main golfers in each one. And I'm telling you again, this has nothing to do with you being someone who likes golf. It's just very thought provoking. Again, there's like this controversy over this new league called the Live League. And the contrast between the personalities is so fascinating. And just to see like the mental angst that this game causes. And it's kind of interesting to see like the different body types. You know what I mean? And like how people train for it and how they train for it mentally. And you just learn a lot about the business of golf too. And so if you've got anyone in your family who like isn't that into reality TV, but they love watching golf, like this is the best of both worlds. Again, Netflix and it's called Swing. Okay, don't go anywhere. I've got a major hookup for you. And for those of you, my listeners who have ADHD, I'm going to tell you what to pay attention to. There's a new link. Okay, and this new link from one of our favorite products gets us 15% off everything. The new link is getsoul.com forward slash Shaleen. What are we talking about? We're talking about CBD. And the reason why you might want to try CBD is because number one, from Soul, it's THC free, which means you're not going to get high, which means it's perfectly safe for everyone. It's all natural. And Soul CBD is grown in the USA. That's huge. It's organically farmed. So whether you're looking for relief from, I don't know, anxiety or stress or pain or trying to help your pet have less anxiety, they have so many different products that are combined with natural ingredients to give you that relief that you're looking for. So whether you want to do gummies or capsules, or you prefer to do a CBD oil in a dropper, I highly recommend that you check out the products at Soul, but you want to use the new link, getsoul.com forward slash Shaleen. That's going to give you 15% off freaking everything. Don't forget to use code Shaleen15. And unfortunately, they're still unable to ship to Canada, but it's not their fault. It's Canada's fault. So Canadian listeners, you're going to have to talk to your elected officials. For the rest of you, go to getsoul.com forward slash Shaleen. Use code Shaleen15 for 15% off. All right, back to the show. If you've got anyone in your family who like isn't that into reality TV, but they love watching golf, like this is the best of both worlds. Again, Netflix and it's called Swing. Okay, you know, I had to have at least one maybe a couple documentaries that I recommend that are just really sad and dark because I just, I gravitate to those types of stories. And this is one when I asked my audience, like what documentaries they recommended, my audience overwhelmingly, this was like the number one recommended documentary. It's on Hulu. Okay. It's called Stolen Youth and it is so wild. I don't even have words. 
First of all, one of the reasons why I think this true crime documentary is unique is because so much of what happens in this story is actually, you see videotaped footage of it. Okay, so let me give you the premise. So it's about this kind of sleepy little college called Sarah Lawrence College. It took place in the early 2010s. And it is about this group of kids by their own description, kind of like nerdy theater, kind of artsy kind of kids, right? The kind of kids who maybe weren't like in the most popular crowd in high school, but like they go to college and they form this unique bond of friends. It's guys and girls, and they're really close. They all move in together. They're friends, and they think of themselves as like being a little family. And the documentary starts off by them recalling how one of the girls in their little family always, always, always talked about their father. Her father's name was Larry. And they thought it was like a little weird, but like she just raved about him like he was just this unbelievable man and how he had gone to prison, but it wasn't his fault because he'd been set up. And then something happens where she's like, hey, would it be cool if my dad crashes here at our house? And they're like, yeah, okay. And so Larry comes to live at their house. Larry's from, I think, the Bronx in New York. And well, what happens is... I don't want to spoil the documentary, but this man asserts such mind control over every single one of these individuals for years. It is so bizarre. Now, it is a three-part series. I am only on, I'm at the end of part two, and I just keep thinking like, wow, these narcissistic individuals have an insane amount of power. Like you watch these cult films, you watch these shows where you think, never, never would I fall for this. But yet, time and time again, I keep watching these documentaries and going like, really smart, incredibly intelligent people who many times come from good families fall under the spell of these, I'm sorry, lunatics. And You know, you can hear in a lot of these documentaries, people are kind of like recalling what happened. But in this one, you actually see footage and you hear phone calls because this guy was such a psycho that he had them videotape freaking everything. It's so disturbing. It is so bizarre. If I told you the things you're about to see, you wouldn't even believe me that a man could have that kind of control over not just this group of kids, but so many adults too. I mean, it just doesn't even seem possible that any of it is true, but it did. It all happened. Again, I haven't watched the final episode, but from what I do understand, it does have some redeeming qualities in the end, which I'm excited to get to that part. It's not a hopeless story. Apparently, there's some change and transformation that does happen near the end of this episode. So I'm excited to see that because sometimes you watch like a really like sad, kind of gross and disturbing documentary and you're like, well, okay, (laughs) now what? So apparently this one does have an, I don't want to say an uplifting, but there is a transformation that takes place. Again, this, when I polled my audience, overwhelmingly, this 
came out as the number one show that people were suggesting that we watch. It's called Stolen Youth Inside the Cult at Sarah Lawrence. It is a three-part episode on Hulu, and it is a wild ride. Okay, next up is one I have not yet watched, but again, this came in as number two when I pulled my audience on the must-watch documentaries. It's called Low Country, and it is a true crime documentary, and this series explores the murder the murder mystery, I should say, of the Murdoch family in South Carolina. And you've probably heard all about this in the news, or maybe you've heard mention of it. This is a four-part series. Each episode's like maybe 45 or 50 minutes. This is up next on my must-watch list. I will be watching it this week, maybe even on the flight to Florida. I have heard that it's a little complex, that there are multiple plot lines. So I feel like this would be a really good show for me to watch like on the flight because it involves multiple crimes. It explores the murder of Paul Murdaugh and his mother Maggie by potentially or allegedly their father, who was, I guess, a legendary attorney as the investigation unfolds, you begin to understand like the whole family's history and their connection to the legal system in South Carolina. Apparently, what makes it so interesting is the layers of corruption. It's the conspiracies that emerge. It's all the like really weird kind of connections, just kind of mysteries throughout the series, which makes me, frankly, super interested in this because I tend to believe with my own experience that there are like powerful people who have a lot of money are connected to other powerful people who have a lot of money. Anyways, the documentary delves into the Murdoch family, their wealth, their privilege, their ties to the local prosecutor's office, alleged cover-ups. There's five deaths related to this family, like five in the matter of five years, huh? So despite the very complex nature of the story, apparently the documentary makes it like really clear to understand like what's going on. They show interviews, interviews with key players, footage from the crime scene, the investigation. And I just find all of those things super fascinating, especially because it's a high profile crime. I know there's been a lot of coverage on this on YouTube. So if that's a crime that you've been following, you obviously want to watch this documentary. And if it's one that you don't know anything about, perfect, because they are going to go all the way back to the beginning. I have plans to watch this documentary series next And hopefully you do too. Oh, by the way, that one is on HBO Max. Okay, this one, I think I am a little surprised that people liked it a lot more than I did. Again, when I pulled my audience, this came in at the top, which I was kind of surprised by. I'm like, I know why I liked it. I didn't love it, but I I really liked it. Okay, so what is it? It's called Stutz or Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z. It's on Netflix. And it's really interesting. It's about Jonah Hill. Well, it's kind of about Jonah Hill. What this documentary does is it follows Jonah Hill into therapy. He's in therapy, but at the same time, he's interviewing his therapist. So it's supposed to be about his therapist. And and to some extent, it really is. But it's also about Jonah Hill. So I I don't want to spoil this documentary if you do hopefully end up watching it. But he is dealing with like a deeply personal, devastating childhood experience that this is just my personal take on it, that he probably didn't want to make a documentary like about himself dealing with that. So 
he makes a documentary about his therapist who he's just like says completely changed his life. But in the process, it's kind of like a workaround because you also understand how Jonah is dealing with this horrific childhood trauma, but at the same time, making a documentary about his therapist and the tools, kind of unconventional tools that his therapist uses. So it's kind of a mix between like watching therapy session and the rehearsal. And what's also kind of interesting is that he was filming this with his therapist during a time that he was filming a show that's out on Netflix right now. That's It's not a documentary, but it's, it's I think it's like number three top movie on Netflix right now. It's called You People. It's pretty good. It's funny. I don't know how believable it is, but it's good. It's good. It's good. Okay, so you will enjoy this film. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it. Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z. You'll enjoy this film if you enjoy therapy, if you love Jonah Hill, if you've ever wondered like what therapy's like. It is a very heartfelt tribute to his therapist, basically. And it's interesting. I think the takeaway from this documentary is like, basically you have to be vulnerable in order to to grow. And even though the film is about his therapist, in the end, you get the sense that it's really kind of about both of them. They're both being very vulnerable. I would be very curious. I haven't talked to Dr. McHale about this. I'd be very curious to hear a therapist's perspective on this film. I'm just going to leave it at that. There's a lot of like really honest moments in it. (laughs) Like there's a part where Jonah Hill goes, this is like the dumbest idea anyone's ever had. And then there's another part where he says like, it really doesn't even matter what anybody thinks about this movie. We just need to finish it. (laughs) It's really good. Oh, by the way, his therapist is 74 years old. He looks great though. He doesn't look like he's 74 years old. He's... This is an interesting documentary. I wouldn't give it like a 10 out of 10 myself personally, I would love to see a few other celebrities make a movie like this, like about their therapist and their own therapy. I think that would be fascinating, but it's definitely thought provoking and and it's definitely entertaining, especially if you're a Jonah Hill or a, a fan of therapy. Last up is a six-part docuseries called Limitless with Chris Hemsworth, who's a, a very famous actor. It is on Nat Geo. What I like about a series like this, by the way, I have not watched this yet, but it's on my list. Again, I'm excited to watch it this week because overwhelmingly you told me that we need to watch this. It's a show where he basically explores different forms of wellness, like optimizing strength and endurance. And he explores the potentials of like fasting and cold water immersion. And like, what do these things really provide for us? And he looks into like, what different cultures do around the world for health. And apparently it's super interesting. It's about the world of wellness. And this is fascinating to me because of like what Brett's dealing with, with his neuropathy. So here's a celebrity who goes the extra mile, pushing his limits, try new things. Apparently it is visually stunning. Apparently there's beautiful locations they shoot on. And apparently he has a beautiful body that's on display And the reviews have been, again, amazing, not just by my audience, but by critics as well. Many people just love that there's like practical advice. There's science-backed insights offered throughout the series. Chris Hemsworth is very charming, obviously, very charismatic. 
Obviously, if you're a fan of Chris, you're going to want to watch the show. Here's what I like about a show like this. Certain topics I'm not interested in. Others I might be very interested in. In the six episodes, they covered happiness, regeneration. I'm fascinated by that. And they're going to go into inflammation in that episode. They cover diet, like plant-based diet versus carnivore versus fasting. There's an episode that's just mind over body. Definitely going to watch that one. Fighting aging. I don't know why we fight aging, but whatever. Okay. That one also covers fasting and like some cutting age testing technology. And then the number six episode is about the future kind of looking into the human potential of pushing the body to its limits. And if I'm being honest, I'll probably skip the sixth one, but there's a few in here that I'm definitely going to watch. Just patting myself on the back. I'm proud of myself for coming up with a list that isn't all about doom, gloom, and abuse. Because <laughs> usually that's what my list consists of. I was thinking about doing an Audible one too, but lately... Everything I've been listening to on Audible has been pretty dark or a memoir. But if that's something you would like to hear, you'd like to hear my recommendations, my book recommendations, I should say, because some of you are readers, some of you prefer to listen to Audible. I'm happy to do that. But you need to let me know if that's something you're interested in, okay? Because I'll do it. I'm not going to do it unless that's something you want. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real raw. What's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be. All right. You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash the Shaleen show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com. 